0: Hi, this is Dan. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I trust that it will encourage you and build your faith. If you'd like to connect with us further, our website is revivalnow.com, and you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, all at Revival now Dan Steep. We have the Revival Now app that you can download at your Play Store, and if you use Roku, you can find us on Creo TV. Enjoy the podcast. And share it with a friend. Hi, I'm Dan Steep, and welcome to Spiritual Talk. This episode is being brought to you by Valara with Active Pure Technology you'd like to know how you can get an FDA-approved, NASA-used technology in your home, business, or car that reduces 99% of airborne and surface pathogens, including mold, fungus, bacteria, including staph, and viruses, including SARS-CoV-2, email info for valara at gmail.com. Thanks for joining me on this episode, as we're going to be talking about how to work more miracles... In your life, miracles are real. They're happening today, and you can be a part of it. And if you're not seeing as many miracles happening through your life and your ministry, I, I believe that uh, the steps that I'm going to share with you in this episode will help you uh, to move in that direction. So, a miracle is the God given ability to demonstrate the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit at work. The God-given ability to demonstrate the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit at work. Miracles is the plural form of the word dunamis. It's a Greek word from which we get the word dynamite. It means power. So the working of miracles is the working of powers. And it's distinguished from healing by the instantaneous nature of the work. In other words, healings are oftentimes progressive, whereas miracles are instantaneous. Look at some of the signs and wonders and miracles in the Bible. Jesus turned water into wine in John chapter 2. There was the feeding of the 5,000 in John chapter 6. Uh, the healing of a man born blind, or the restoring of sight of a man born blind in John chapter 9. There was a man who was lame from birth that was miraculously restored in Acts chapter 3. The raising of the dead in Acts chapter 20. And there was the calming of the storm in Mark chapter 4, where even the waves and the wind. Obeyed Jesus. I'm going to share with you 10 steps to follow to work more miracles in your life and in your ministry. The first one is prayer. Pray. One of the ways that we love God is through prayer, spending time with Him. Jesus said that loving God is the greatest commandment. How do we love Him? One of the ways that we love Him is really by spending time with Him. In prayer, because miracles flow out of an intimate relationship with God. So, in within the context of your prayer life, as you're relating with Him, ask Him for it. Ask Him for more miracles. Ask Him for an increase in power, in authority, in anointing, for the working of miracles. Jesus referred to the, the intimate place of prayer as the prayer closet. It's, it's really speaking about an isolated place for just you and Him. And the prayer closet is where we ask for things. It's where we ask God to give us the desires of our hearts. You see, when, when I'm ministering to someone for healing or whatever the situation is, that's not the time to ask God for anything. That's the time to command healing, to command demonic spirits to leave, to command sickness to leave a body, and healing to come in. That's the time of of speaking God's Word. Jesus never told us to ask Him to heal anyone. He told us to heal the sick. But the prayer closet, your your alone time with God, that's the place to ask Him for things. As it relates to, to prayer, fasting, Prayer and fasting go hand in hand. If you're fasting without prayer, all you're doing is you're on a hunger strike. You're dieting. In Scripture, prayer and fasting go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. But when you're fasting and praying, you you fast and pray in a specific way. Against unbelief, against fear, and toward... An increase of miracle faith. Working of miracles is a gift. It's a spiritual gift. It's a manifestation of the Holy Spirit spoken about in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. So avail yourselves to the fullness of the Spirit. And we avail ourselves to the fullness of the Spirit first and foremost through prayer. All right, number two, center on the Word Center on the Word of God. Consume the Word, speak the Word, uh, memorize the Word, preach the Word, and send the Word out. Romans 10, 17 says, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So you want to have greater faith? Get in the Word. If you want to have a deeper, richer prayer life, get in the Word. Consume it, speak it, preach it. It is power center on the word of god the bible says in mark chapter 16 verse 20 that the disciples went out and they preached everywhere the lord working with them and confirming the word through accompanying signs that means that that god actually will confirm the word that you're preaching and speaking through accompanying signs. So make sure, if you want to see more miracles in your life, make sure that your ministry is centering on the Word of God. The psalmist said in Psalm 107, verse 20, he sent forth his Word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. So pray and make sure that you're centering on the Word of God and the Word of God alone. And then, pursue faith. How do you pursue faith? By feeding it through the Word of God? Um, By um, reading faith authors? And spending time around faith people? Pursue faith, and starve doubt, Starve unbelief. Root it out and starve it out. Be in prayer, be in the word, and pursue faith. Remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hebrews 11.6 tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. And what the author is really saying is that without faith, You cannot provoke God to move on your behalf. Yes, faith makes him happy, but faith moves him. God is not moved by your need. He's moved by your faith. Mark chapter 11. Take a look at Mark chapter 11. Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. He can have whatever he says, including miracles. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will Have them. So you can see here in in Mark chapter 11, uh, prayer and the word of God and pursuing faith, it's all centered right here. When Jesus said, have faith in God, what he was actually saying is have the faith of God or have a God kind of faith. And the God kind of faith is miracle faith. Let's look at one more scripture in Matthew chapter 17. Matthew chapter 17 verse 20 Jesus said because of your unbelief So they wanted to, they came to Jesus and they wanted to know why they couldn't cast a demon out and he said because of your unbelief For assuredly I say to you if you have faith as a mustard seed you'll say to this mountain move from here and the, to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible to you. Pray, center on the Word of God, pursue faith, and in your pursuit of faith, number four, avoid what I call faith leeches or parasites that suck faith out of you. Faith leeches, they can come from your family of origin, oftentimes, our family of origin. They mean so well. They love us. They're concerned about us. And they tend uh, to not speak and operate from a place of faith. Because in their flesh, they're, they're just worried about their family members. It can come from unbelievers, for sure. And my friends, there are unbelievers inside and outside of church. I know a lot of people within Christian circles that really don't believe God for what he can and will do in our lives. So beware of faith leeches from your family, from uh, inside and outside the church. Uh, Beware of pastors and Bible teachers that really are unbelievers. They really don't believe the Word of God. Be be careful with the songs you sing. It's a lot of quote-unquote Christian songs that are um, their faith leeches. They talk about what can do, but what God can do, but not about what God will do. And they, they talk about uh, a defeated uh, Christian life where I'm just kind of hanging on uh, and that's God's will for me and all that kind of stuff. Beware of the same thing with books. Uh, there's a lot of good, helpful faith-building books and there's a lot of anti-faith books. So avoid faith leeches. And follow people who work miracles. Gravitate toward miracle-working people. Not to elevate them. Not to uh, give them a stature that it's above what they deserve. It's not to equate them with God or anything like that. But gravitate toward people of faith and people of miracle faith. These people don't even have to know you personally. I listen to... Uh, Reinhard Bonnke. I watch him. Allow the giants of the faith to mentor you. The T.L. Osbournes and Oral Roberts and R.W. Schambach and the Rodney Howard Browns and Kenneth Hagans of the world. Find them. Find the Marilyn Hickeys of the world and and read their stuff and, and watch them and listen to them. Follow people who work miracles. Find them. The internet has opened up the world and it's available to you. Number six, understand that the working of miracles is your birthright. It is your birthright. Jesus actually expected that his followers were going to work greater works than him. In John chapter 14, verse 12, Jesus said, Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will also do, and greater works than these he will do because i go to my father and because jesus went to his father the holy spirit came and empowered us with miracle faith understand that the working of miracles is your birthright and number seven take the works of the devil seriously take it not only seriously take it personally. Take the works of the devil personally. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, the scripture says, He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning for this purpose. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. So take the works of the devil seriously. When you see the works of the devil, Sin, sickness, disease. When you see the works of the devil, let it make you angry and provoke you to a righteous faith and do something about it. When you're in church and someone comes in in a wheelchair, take it personally. That's the devil rubbing your nose in the works of the devil. Take it as a personal affront to God. Take unbelief as a personal affront to God. And you, when you take it personally, what do you do? You do something about it. Just like you attack unbelief and fear and doubt, we attack sickness, not the people, the sickness. Acts 10.38. Acts ten. 38, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power and he went about healing all who were oppressed by the devil. When you see the oppressive work of the devil, take it personally and do something about it. Number eight, position yourself where miracles are needed. Now, the reality is is that miracles are needed everywhere. They're needed inside the church and outside the church. But go somewhere where miracles are needed. Go to a nursing home. Go out on the street. Go to a particular sick ward, a cancer ward in a hospital. Go to a children's hospital. Go where miracles are needed. You're not going to work more miracles in your life if you stay isolated and insulated from the needs and the hurts of the world. Number nine, have compassion for people. Have compassion for people. The Bible says that Jesus looked out upon the crowds and he was moved with compassion because they were helpless and harassed. In, a, in Matthew 9.36, it says, When he saw crowds, he had compassion on them. They were confused and helpless like a sheep without a shepherd. Have compassion for people. Ask God for compassion for people. Fast and pray for compassion for people. And allow that compassion to move you in miracle faith on their behalf. Mark 1.41 jesus it says moved with compassion jesus reached out and touched him i am willing he said be healed the man said jesus if you're willing you can heal me and jesus said he was he was moved with compassion he reached out and touched him and he said i am willing let that encourage your faith right there jesus is willing to heal Not just can heal, not just has the ability or the power to heal. He is willing to heal. Number 10, be willing to act in faith. I put this in here because it doesn't, you can do one through nine. But if you're not willing, you must be willing. Just like Jesus said, I am willing be healed. You must be willing to take a step of faith. Without that, you'll never see the miracle-working power of God. There's nothing particularly great about me, but one thing that I've been willing to do, I've been willing to to do what I, I call it, writing checks that only Jesus can cash. I've been willing to trust His Word and put me and Jesus out there and be willing to act in faith Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to provoke God to action. God moves and responds to faith. So you must ultimately, after you've done steps one through nine, you must be willing to act in faith. That's why we build faith. That's why we fast and pray. That's why we starve doubt and we avoid faith leeches and we follow people of faith. We do all those things so that when we're faced with that moment, when you're staring the works of the devil in the eye, you must be willing in that moment to act in faith. And I'm going to throw an an 11th one in there for no extra charge. Pursue purity. Pursue purity. Psalm 84, verse 11 says, The Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. Now get this part. Psalm 84, verse 11. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. I I need to do a whole uh, teaching just on purity. But all I'll say for this lesson here, this particular episode, is there is no power without purity. If you will keep yourself pure, your thought life, what you look at, what you think about, everything you... If you will walk in purity, no good thing will God withhold from you. It's all on the table for you. So that's how you can work more miracles in your life. I, I hope you've enjoyed this. I, to be honest with you, I've never actually heard anyone talk about this subject, and that inspired me to want to do an episode just about how you can work more miracles in your life. Amen. Like I do, uh, before I close every episode, if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, I'm going to give you the opportunity to do that. The next major Prophetic event on God's calendar is the rapture of the church. And when Jesus comes to rapture the church, it will be a signless event. No one will know when he comes, but in that instant, he's going to catch his church, the body of Christ, up out of the earth to meet him in the air. And there's not going to be any warning. And we can see the signs of the times are all around us about the second coming of Christ. And if you can see the signs for the second coming of the Christ of Christ, it's that much sooner that the rapture of the church is going to take place, seven years sooner. So if you see the signs of the return of Christ, you can know that the rapture of the church is very near at hand. And the only way to participate, be a part of the rapture, is you have to be a part of God's church. And the church isn't something you can join. You're, you're, you can only be born into the church. By the new birth. If you'd like to make that decision. I'm going to offer a simple prayer of salvation. And if you'll repeat this prayer. After me from a place of sincerity in your heart. You can know that you're saved. And you're on your way to heaven. Would you pray that prayer with me? Let's pray right now. Heavenly Father. I admit that I've sinned. Just repeat this prayer out loud after me. Heavenly Father, I admit that I've sinned. I believe Jesus died for my sins, and he rose from the grave to give me victory over sin and death. I confess my sinfulness. I repent. Please forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart and make me a new person. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen you prayed that prayer with me, welcome to the family of God. You're my newest brother or sister in Christ. The Bible says, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And when you prayed that prayer out loud after me, you called upon the name of the Lord. So by the authority of God's word, you're saved. You're born again. And you're on your way to heaven because you have Jesus in your heart. If you prayed that prayer, please go to my website at revivalnow.com. Go to RevivalNow.com and click that big red button on the front page. It says, I just got saved. That'll take you to a place where you can do a couple of things. One, you can view some video resources that I prepared for you. And and secondly, uh, if you fill out your contact information, I'm going to send some some resources to you to help you get started in your Christian life. So just go to RevivalNow.com, click I just got saved, and follow the prompts from there. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode. This episode's been brought to you by Valara with Active Pure Technology. If you'd like to know how you can get an FDA approved, NASA used technology in your home, business or car that reduces 99% of airborne and surface pathogens including mold, fungus, bacteria including staph and viruses including SARS-CoV-2, email info for Valara at gmail. Dot com. Thanks for joining me on this episode. I trust that it's been a blessing to you. It's been a blessing to me to share it with you. So until we meet one another again, be blessed in Jesus' name.